Welcome to the My Boutique Business Podcast, where we discuss the links between building a strong and thriving family, marriage, and business. We are your hosts, Tom and Mikkel Weeks. Hello, hello, and welcome back to My Boutique Business Podcast. I like how you start every episode with hello, hello. I know. Maybe if she said hello and then paused. Oh, to see if someone would respond, yeah. Like, hi, Nikkel. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe somebody actually would in their head because I would be one of those people. Are you sore today? I am so sore. I have a number of areas that are sore in my body right now, but yes. I know, like this whole working out thing. It's kicking my butt. I'm glad you started to clarify that because I was a little worried about where we're, you know, just where we're leaving them hanging about <laughs> talking about how sore we are. We're doing something weird or whatnot. But yes, exercise. It'll be the death of us. And now lifting weights, trying to get buff and lean and beauty tr- machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of my big egg head. I like your egghead, though. Well, no, I want I want a jawline back. Oh, that's my okay. Well, I don't think I've ever had a jawline, so you have a sexy jawline. Thanks. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever come back. So <laughs> you married it. <clears throat> it is what it is. But you know, talking to the, the other day, I got to go to the gym by myself. You did, because I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to get up. I didn't. Uh, but it was weird. And so I'm sitting on this bench doing it with working out with dumbbells and trying to focus on, in this big mirror, focus on me and what I'm doing. But the mirror takes up like the whole wall. It's a, do you look at yourself? I can't look at myself. It's weird. It, it's, it is weird. I, and actually because I've developed a bad habit that I like look down. And when I was doing physical therapy, the trainer kept trying, the physical therapist kept trying to get me to get my head up and put my, in a neutral position. Yeah. Otherwise, because it's bad on your body or how you're lifting your body mechanics because of me always looking down. So yeah, having to look up and look at yourself is weird. It is weird. <laughs> but because of that, you know, looking in that mirror and not wanting to really look at myself, I started and there's TVs playing in the background and there's other people lifting just to the left of me and to the right of me and back behind me. And and I started noticing, I started looking at everybody else and watching what they were kind of doing. And You were getting distracted. Very easily distracted. And I see this dude over there who's just freaking jacked. He just ripped and I'm like, yeah, I want to be like that. Yeah, goals. That's, uh, <laughs> but it take me a long time. <laughs> But that was, you know, I, but I was amazed about how the mirror, the purpose of the mirror was to help me focus on what I was doing. Yeah. The whole reason why that mirror is there is for me to be able to watch my form and to make sure. So you don't hurt yourself. Right. That my mechanics are right. But I was so easily distracted by everything that else was going on and looking at other people who were lifting and other things that I really lost focus on what I was trying to accomplish. Yeah. And and it kind of brought me back when I realized that, how distracted I was. And then I was like, okay, back on me. Stay focused. Stay focused. Let's get this done. And uh, and now I'm paying for it. Now I'm sore. Yeah. 
But those mirrors are there for a reason to keep you focused in that in that in line of vision, basically. Ooh, vision. 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 That's that's a good line of sight vision. That's odd that you bring that up. Honey. I know. Do you like how I like totally segued that in there? <laughs> it was perfect. Thank you for the setup. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so today's episode, if you hadn't caught on, is on visions and why they are important in your business and and our marriages and families. And sometimes we get distracted when we don't stay on that vision. If we don't have a vision, how distracting we can get along the way. Well, and I don't know if many people really put it in the context or are that descript the fact that they're creating a vision for their business. They have an idea of what they want to do or they, you know, but they've never really defined what the vision is that they're wanting to accomplish with their business or what they want their business to become. And I know a lot of, especially more so with families, what's the vision for your family? What do I want my family to become? I think there are just kind of some ambiguous type of things out there that, oh, we just want us to be happy and healthy or you know, things like that, but it's not really very concretely defined or thought out. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Even even in our marriage, like I didn't, you know, in the beginning I had that vision of, oh, we're just going to live happily ever after. Like that only happens in like Disney movies. That's right. <laughs> so I think with the visions, for me, in the business end of it, I learned so much about myself when when we started our first online boutique and running it for six years, I, I learned so much about myself and people around me and priorities and what's important. But along with that, I had created visions on where I wanted my business to be, what I wanted it to become. And then from there, I took those visions and started kind of breaking it down into goals or plans on how I was going to accomplish that vision and and make it real. Does that make sense? Uh, That does. And one thing, though, before we get a little or get much further, I I want to emphasize how important vision is to us. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not just talking, you know, important to my heart or my soul, but actually important to our brains. Yeah. Most people don't realize, but a, a third, a third of our brain is dedicated to vision. That's a lot. That's a lot of computing, a lot of uh, work that our brain goes through just to take in that vision. And it's broken down into two primary sections. We have our what, so we're figuring out what is it, and then the other part is figuring out where is it. That, even in our business, is our family, having that kind of idea, what and where, is, is, is uber important. The interesting thing, though, is that people who are visually impaired, research has shown that over time, even though they, these folks are using their fingers to see their world, touch is actually is in a completely different part of the brain. Mm-hmm. But over the course of time, the brain is rerouting the touch sensors in our fingers and actually linking it into the visual cortex at the back of our brain. So their touch is actually linking to their visual center, which is amazing to think about. But that really just is another example of how important vision is to us. 
So even if our vision is taken from us, our brain still tries to figure out a way to be able to see what it is it and where is it. So do you think that taps into their imagination? Well, it does. I mean, you have to create that image and stuff. Mm-hmm. And us being able to identify those things is important, very important into our, our thinking. And it gives us direction, helps us to know where we're going or what we're going after. I guess that's how we navigate our world. You know, that's why that's how important it is. It helps us to know how to navigate around obstacles or other things. Now, that same thing plays true into our thinking processes, having that vision, creating that picture and knowing what is it and then identifying where is it. You know, it's out there a ways. This is where I want to be. So now the next step is, is trying to figure out how do I get from here to there? Yeah, it's creating, creating the plans. Right. Your actionable steps, you know, what, how do I break it down? So, you know, something I kind of hit me a while ago, a number of years ago, was regarding vision, but it was kind of the pattern was vision, goal, reality. So you have the vision, then we have to be able to break that down into goals or actionable steps. And as we follow those, then that vision becomes a reality. Yeah, that makes sense. And in order to do that, I think knowing that you've started with that, the, the vision and, and you, you're taking that action and that plan of action, just like when you were in the gym and you lost your vision a little bit and your focus and you got distracted, I think in our lives and businesses and marriages, it's so easy to lose our visions and get distracted by what we're seeing on social media and you know, Instagram and Facebook stories and, and all these kinds of things. And that's where you start to play the compare game and your vision, you tend to get lost. And sometimes I think it's hard to come back unless you catch yourself in those moments of, oh, wait a minute, like, like you did, you caught yourself in that moment of, oh, wait, I, I need to stay clear. I need to put these blinders on so that I can stay focused in the vision and direction that I want to move forward to and, and in creating those plans. And we, we actually had a client come to us who was lost in, in that. And I remember asking her, you know, just uh, messaging back and forth, and I asked her, because she was lost. She says, I know this is, I know this is really hard. And I said, it is, it is hard. And so when things are hard, we have to reflect back on our whys. And so I asked her what her why was. And I asked her if that had changed. And she said, no. And I said, okay, where is your vision? Where do you envision your business? And she thought about it for a minute and got back to me and come to find out she had gotten distracted she had started looking at other boutiques, competition, and started to think that that's how she needed to run her business and her boutique. So she saw them as being successful or whatnot, and that's what I she... I think so. She was questioning her directions hmm. and lost her focus. And later, I found out she's doing so much better after our visit, but later I found out that... 
the the one phrase that stuck out to her that spoke to her in her soul was me telling her it's okay to be different. You don't have to be like everyone else. It's okay because your vision is your vision. And that's no one else's vision. No one can see that but you. So no one can take that away but yourself. Could you imagine if everybody wanted to say, well, Apple. We'll say Apple. Okay. Even though I don't like Apple, but that's okay. (laughs) If all the other cell phone companies, instead of saying, or they just said, I want to be Apple. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the vision for your Samsung? What's the vision for your company? Uh, We want to be Apple. Well, then they're going to stop being Samsung then. Yeah. And they lose all that brand loyalty and other things that they've built. And they, yeah, they can't be Apple because that's not the same process. Well, and I think you, you lose your uniqueness. And that's really what plays a role when you start to lose your vision is you doubt. Doubt seeps in. Oh, am I doing this right? Or am I... I, I'm not where where I want to be. And so you qu- start to question your plans and the actions that you're taking and you question those and you start wandering, going, well, what's working for other people? But they're following their visions and their visions are going to be different from your vision. It's just like if Tom and I were to compare our marriage to, you know, an another couple who's been married, you know, 30 years. We've been married 20. You know, they've got 10 years experience on us. And so that's what it really comes down to is kind of staying in your own lane, you know, and it's so easy. It is so easy to get distracted, just like Tom did in that mirror. I hate the mirrors, by the way, (laughs) in the gyms. But it is. It's so easy to get distracted in our lives and businesses and marriages. And I know I've already said that before, but it's so important to stick with your vision. And sometimes for people, they they need to have those vision boards put up so that they have that daily reminder. So like for me, I have a motto or mantra that I have in our bedroom It's actually right next to my bed. So I see it every time I wake up and go to bed. In the mornings at night, uh, I have one in the bathroom and then I have one in my office. And it's that constant reminder to stay focused on that vision of the purpose of why I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Because I have so much going on in my mind. Like you said, Tom, like, what did you say? A third of my brain is vision. And so we're going to get distracted. It's just, it's a matter of not who, but when. When are we going to get distracted? You know, one of the things though, too, that's important with vision as far as a corporate standpoint or business standpoint, even a family, it's an anchor point and it's a belief system. So that's the thing that's different. It's not just some ambiguous kind of fluffy dream, but it's an anchor point, a clearly defined understanding of what the company is about and what it wants to accomplish that helps drive how you do things you know it drives how you relate to customers how your employees work with each other and with leadership in the family it's how 
It can be a guide for how your family is to act with each other. So having that center focus and then being able to figure out, now, is it always easy to get there? Are you going to always know the perfect way to market? Or are you going to always be able to have perfectly behaved children? You know, no, no, <laughs> no. But that anchor point still, if you go a little off course, it helps to bring you back. And, it, you know, as we've been talking, it made me think about um, that one math problem or story problem thing where, you know, you start at point A and you're headed over here to this island. But what happens if you're just one degree off course? Mm-hmm. You know, it over the course of just... You know, the trip was initially 500 miles or whatever, but being one degree off, it would cause you to miss your destination by a thousand miles, something like that. But just one little thing to get you off course will take you a long ways away from where you want to be. So having that vision, that anchor point to bring you back and then to be able to create those goals to help you figure out how to get around the obstacles to help you still continue on the path to becoming or growing into that vision that you have. Now, even though you have an anchor point, you have that vision, where you presently are and where you want to be, it's never an easy journey. There's always hiccups, bumps, unseen bugs along the way. Yeah. So you... How do you get through that? What keeps you moving forward? What keeps you driving towards that end goal? And that's really your why. Mm-hmm. You know, Nikkel, when she was talking about the, the client that we worked with, typically one of the things that makes running a business and stuff difficult is why. If you don't have a strong enough why, that's the thing that keeps you getting up every day, strapping on your boots, and dragging through the mud. Yeah, it has to, it's got to motivate you. It's got to be like this super, super strong, strong why. Because your why, it really is your drive. It is. It's a drive. And your vision will play into that. They can, they can align. They can be congruent. And that's important. But that why is the thing that, like we said, gets you going every day that spurs on the action it helps it it helps create it it helps create those i think for me uh the ideas because because it's such a drive it helps create the ideas which uh we turn into those visions and then those visions into plans and those plans into actions and then into that reality of making it become our vision uh into a reality so what happens if our why and vision fall out of line. So you already talked with the other client that the why was there. Her why was there. Why was strong, but she had just gotten distracted. She'd lost her anchor point. She did. She lost her anchor point because there were were changes. There were unforeseen changes that she could not control. These were changes in her business that she could not control. These changes in her business are were out of her control, basically. And with those changes, she lost a good chunk of that vision and got distracted and was looking in, in all kinds of places, 
Like, okay, what are other people doing? Now that these changes have taken place, what are what are other people doing in their businesses? And this isn't it, this is very very common. You know, it's almost kind of a natural reaction, you know, if something changes, okay, we go and see what everybody else is doing. How are they making it work for their business? Instead of trying to stay on course with your vision and adjusting to the changes and working out the kinks that you're left with now or the new changes that you have to work with now, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, but what happens if you flip the coin and your vision is in place, but your why is changed? Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) I know that from personal experience. (laughs) That happened in uh, the year you graduated. Yeah. I lost my why, but my vision was still there. And I tried so hard to change my why to something else that was going to, it was just going to get me through, you know, to help me drive, help me drive this boutique train to the, you know, the the next goal, the next plan that I had in my vision, because my vision was there and it was still strong and going and moving forward but the drive was i was lagging i i was the one that was having issues trying to replace that why and it was the most difficult 2 years of running my boutique probably out of my life i mean it was so hard because i couldn't let it i couldn't let it go i i had worked too hard on it but I was trying so hard to replace the why, and I had no idea. When I started my boutique, I had no idea the impact of how powerful a why is until you lose it. And then trying to replace it is, it, it was so, so hard. That's one of the, the struggles, I guess, the balancing act in business, in, in a family, if I don't know, it's not perspective, but if people lose why they're doing it and they don't remember where they're trying to get to, it doesn't make sense to keep going on. I think you've, you lose your, you lose kind of your purpose. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. I mean, it's a conjoined effort. It is. The two really need to work together kind of hand in hand. So, you know, it's, it's one thing we, we all know we're going to get distracted in our businesses. We, we know this because we're human and we're and we're not perfect. However, it's it's the vision that keeps you moving forward. We've uh, said vision a lot and people might be wondering vision and dream is that interchangeable? From my perspective, uh, maybe we'll compare it to maybe a neuroscience perspective, they're not the same. Vision is a wake state, and you see something, and you figure out how to get to it. You figure out what it is and how to get to it. Dream is an unconscious or so well an unconscious state that that your body actually produces neurotransmitters to keep you from moving. So you see this 
picturesque or whatever idyllic scene, but you're not really allowed to go towards it because your body, your brain is inhibiting you from doing that. And that's how I really see the difference between a dream and a vision. So a vision, having a vision for your business, having a vision for your family, for your marriage, that, give, that means that you're awake. And that gives you an opportunity to move forward, to make steps to going out and getting that thing that you see. And I think, well, not that I think, I know how important that is to us. So you always have to have that purpose. You always have to have that thing to buy into, what you're doing, why you're doing it. Those align and give you something meaningful to go after. There's a quote that I found while we were kind of preparing for this. It's from Joel Barker, which is ironic because maybe in the background you might have heard some dogs barking. They're not related. Anyhow. I I like this quote, by the way. (laughs) But he kind of sums this up almost exactly how what I was just talking about. And he says, vision without action is a dream. Action without vision is simply passing the time. Action with vision is making a positive difference. And that's what we want for you in your business. What's what we want for you and your family and in your relationships. We want you to be able to make that positive difference. And that's the whole reason why we're doing these podcast episodes as well is to try to make a positive difference and to help you along this journey. So grateful for the time that we've got to spend together and hope that you all come back next week. And if you have any questions or a topic that you would like to have us address, feel free to email us at... Hello at myboutiquebusiness.com. Great. Hello. (laughs) You have mail. (laughs) That's right. You have anything else you want to add? No, I think you did a fabulous job with this. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoy listening to you and your uh, your wisdom. I I learn a lot every time we every time we do an episode. I just feel so wisdomized, <laughs> if that's even a word. If not, I will make it up. But no, and you give me a lot of good direction. Thank you. So, it's good to be here with you. Yeah, we're a good team. You're cute. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) All right. You guys have a fabulous day. Bye. Bye.